1: Oh,
2: hello, Dan. How are you? I'm very well. I'm fairly well, apart from a bit of a bit of a throat I've got, but nothing. a Couple of nice cask ales, wouldn't wouldn't? Okay.
1: Don't um, need your life story. Oh, okay, um, sorry. Uh, what what's your week been like?
2: Um, been quite busy with work, and I've, I've I've managed a couple of pub visits. What about you? you? You've been doing much?
1: I've been to two countries other than this country. Oh, okay. In Slovakia, not Slovenia. Yep. And Poland, um, where I went skiing. Um so, but my, it sounds like my week's been more interesting than you. So yours. So why don't you do yours first to get it out of the way?
2: Just just kind of skate through that, and then get onto the interesting stuff as the starter. Yes. Okay. For the good meal. Well, I. Well. I, You know, we've got our 52 um, pub, what what are we calling it? The 52 pub challenge? Something like that. Yeah. 52 different pubs in the year. So I I went to another couple. Okay, so we talked about what counts last week, don't we? And I went to uh, Soho Theatre to see Ahir Shah uh, last week. He was very good.
1: Yeah, lovely. How was he?
2: Really interesting. Very funny. Quite emotional at times as well. Highly recommended if you want to catch him. And then beforehand, I had a I had a pint of uh, a bit burger, zero percent bit burger, in the Soho Theatre bar. Now I think that counts as a as a as a pub stroke bar. Hundred percent. Okay, we're counting that.
1: Hundred percent counts as a bar. Yes, anything that the primary purpose is. For drinking, yes I think counts.
2: Okay. So that's another place which I go to fairly regularly that I burned off in January. (laughs) But anyway, that's that one. Uh that was good. And then I went to a birthday celebration at a pub I've never been to before in London Bridge. So not far from the Glad, which we've talked about on here many times. Uh another really nice pub in London Bridge called The Rose. Really nice.
1: Whereabouts is it in London Bridge?
2: Uh, very near the station, like literally about two or three minute walk from there. Very, very close to the Shard. Ah, okay. But in a sort of a back street. And it has a bit of a, bit of an old school feel to it. It's got a um, a bit of a comedy.
1: Has it got a darts board? It
2: had, no, I I didn't see one. It had a Street Fighter um, arcade game.
1: Maybe it's been, maybe, I, I feel like maybe I've been there, but maybe I haven't. I've been to a pub around there and played darts once. It was on a corner of that area, but maybe it's not that one. I can't remember. It had
2: some booths. Did it have booths?
1: Uh, I didn't think so. But then the look at this looks quite new and fancy. And I wonder whether it's been done up or... Oh, it could be. Maybe it's just a different pub. That's also completely possible. Yeah, there's a lot of pubs around there. Um, it had
2: a bit of a comedy tinge to it as well. I had some interesting... Uh, paintings of royalty on the wall that had been sort of tampered with and they had Buster Keaton on a black and white tv above the door playing silently Buster Keaton films and in the loo they were playing audio of Only Fools and Horses.
1: Ah, What did you drink?
2: I had a couple of pints of Guinness. Nice. And I had a really nice fish finger sandwich and chips was really good very good pub grub
1: you are setting a decent pace here dan because how many weeks are we in on this have you got your spreadsheet handy
2: yeah i've got it handy we are, we are uh, 4 weeks in we started being in january and i've visited eight so i'm i'm well ahead of schedule
1: you're on track for 100 pubs this year yeah
2: but i think i might not go to any pubs this week
1: okay i might change that for you dan okay because i've been to pubs this week okay I went to Slovakia and Poland. Uh, I would supposed to have three days skiing, but um, the wind was so bad in Slovakia, they closed the ski hill. So I've I only managed two days of actual skiing. Um, but should I talk you through my pubbing this week, Dan?
2: Yes. I'm just going to count them. I won't write them down, but let's hear them.
1: Can you please write them down? Because I'm going to lose track of them.
2: Yep. Hang on. Give me one second.
1: You, you can spreadsheet them up. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to put them in your spreadsheet. Okay, I'm going to write these down, Robbie. Right, Dan. First of all, flying out of Stansted Airport, I went to the Weatherspoons, the windmill. I had a pint of Coors Light. Brilliant. And uh, and and how were you
2: recording all these details? You were just noting them down on your phone, I guess.
1: Noting them down on my phone. I tried to. I tried to buy a. I ordered it on the app. I tried to get put a top in it. And it, if I wanted to make it a cause top, it would have been £13 for a pint for some reason. So wow. um, that's not what you want from Wetherspoons, is it? So I just took the top off, had a normal pint, and it wasn't £13. Um, then we should have a bit of time to wait for the plane. So I made my friend James who I was with. Go to a different pub in Stansted to maximise Stansted, um, <laughs> maximise pub time because I knew this was a great opportunity for me. So we went to the Perch, wow. elsewhere in Stansted, and apparently a Kirin there, oh, um, yeah. which I haven't had for at least ten years. I wouldn't say. Yeah, I've had a Kirin
2: for a long time. Not bad though. Very distinct taste, isn't it? Hmm. God, you haven't even got out of the country yet, and you've done two.
1: Yeah, no, that is that is that is absolutely correct. I'm trying to think where I went. So I went and went there. I went out for dinner when I got to Slovakia, but it wasn't a pub, it was a restaurant. So we didn't do any pubs that night. So the only two pubs on the first day were the two standard ones. Then, however, there was no skiing to be done due to the weather. So I went to a place called Apres Ski Bar, which is also nicknamed Umbrella Bar, which is basically a big tent at the bottom of the ski hill there into Transka Lomnica, where I was in Slovakia. Um, just had a coffee there, but still counts, doesn't it? Still counts. You went to a pub. Now, point of order on the next one here. Okay. And I'd li- and you might want to have a look at the website or some description for this to make the choice. There's this place called Humno that apparently is a big Apri ski bar, H-U-M-N-O. However... When I went there, it was lunchtime and it was a restaurant. Oh. So does it count if I went to the bar but it was in restaurant form or does it only count if it's a bar at the time? I'd be inclined to think it doesn't count because it was a restaurant.
2: I'm having a look. It does look quite bar-y but also a bit
1: restaurant-y. So basically, it changes during the day. Lunch. I'm just being completely honest. Lunchtime, I I sat at a table with cutlery laid out and I had a meal like one would in a restaurant, but it is also a bar, and the signage says bar. So does it I'll allow you to decide this? There is a sign out that says, that, says, that says bar on it as well as restaurant. I've got a thing that says Humno
2: Restaurant and Music Pub.
1: Yeah. Well, if it says pub... I think if it says pub, we have to count it. Okay. Humno makes it in then. Then walked further into the town, went to a place called... Kuzminov Bazaar, KB, um, which was a another pub. Uh, drank a few generic local ales there. What they did have that I found was quite interesting in this one was at one of the tables, I didn't notice at first, because there were a few people sat around this table. There was maybe six people sat at this table. But at the end seat, I didn't notice until halfway through my drink, the end seat, it wasn't a person. It was a mannequin. It was like a guy like a model of a guy in like an old presumably Slovakian military uniform or something with a cigar and a pint on the table. But he wasn't a human. He was a model. So you could just... And it was an actual pint. I I think it might have been a fake pint, isn't it? But he he had his drink with him. So it was like he was sat there in the pub but you can just go and choose to sit at the table that has an extra person in. Wow. It's good innovation, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, so that was good. That was Kuzminov Bazaar. Then went back, and by this point, I'm showboating. I know you're not going to have done, what well, we are we on, five bars. I know I'm already ahead, and I'm just, I'm just juggling with the ball, all this. I went to pick up my suitcase at the Grand Hotel Praha before we went down to get our bus. Popped into the aperitif bar, just for a quick drink there. So that would be the aperitif bar at the Grand Hotel Praha. Oh, my God. And then went down and got my bus over to Poland, checked into the hotel, straight out to a bar. How long was that bus journey? Hour and a half. Oh, okay. Oh, that's all right. Not too bad. So into Zakopane in Poland, met up with our friends Stu and Andy in a bar called Sports Corner. Oh, sorry. Did you say hotel bar before this? The hotel bar was the one... N- not, not in Poland. The okay. previous one was yep. a hotel bar. Yeah, no yeah. Polish hotel bar done here. wasn't as nice enough. It uh, wasn't as nice a hotel to have a hotel bar. I don't think. Um, but sports corner bar we went to. Yep. Um, nice sport. Nice little sports bar. Had a bit of pizza and all that sort of stuff. Then we went to a bar. I don't know the name of it, but I can find it out for future okay. reference. I'm going to call it Weird Dancing Bar because okay. it was like. It was like Pol- loads of Polish people just dancing to Polish music. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what it was called. There we had some strange fire watery shots. Did you join in? Some mulled wine. No, I didn't join in. Just just drank. I was quite tired by this point, if I'm totally honest, because, well, all I've been doing is drinking across different countries for the entire day, as you will have noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that still wasn't done then. Did one final bar of the day. And it was a place called... Cafe Piano or Piano Cafe, which is a bar, not a cafe. And it's um, it got really good reviews online. It was brilliant. Really great little pub. Quite small. The seats at the bar were swings suspended from the ceiling. Oh,
2: that's nice. Never seen that before. And um, could you swing on them? You could a bit. You couldn't
1: swing too far because it's at the bar and you just hit the bar. Oh, right, yeah. But there's a bit. You could basically just float about, float a little about out a bit and all that and there was a there was a piano in there but no one was playing it um just a nice nice friendly bar and a lot of people we, when I was in the next morning I was talking at breakfast with my friend about how good that bar was and some woman at the next table said that bar's amazing I was there last night too <laughs> so it's generally if you are in Zacapane Cafe Piano or Piano Cafe whichever way around it is, is excellent but that was the end of my Thursday drinking. Okay. So what we under so far one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Next day, um, went out skiing. Two on-mountain bars. I don't know their name. They were just generic pubs on the mountain. Okay. Um, that I had a drink in both of those. I can find out the name again later for the spreadsheet, but just two general apres ski type bars or daytime skiing bars. Yeah. Now, this is where it gets a bit weird. Okay. Um... Went to a thermal bath, and I was thinking, do you know what? I was thinking, my pubbing time's done here. I'm in the thermal baths. Okay, just explain what a thermal bath is first. So it's um, essentially, this is, I think, Poland's largest thermal bath. It's loads of water from underground coming up, and there's, there's jacuzzis, there's outdoor pools, there's indoor pools, and all this sort of stuff. Um, so it's just heated from the ground and nice little places to get warm and relax yourself. Okay, and are you, are you naked? You're not initially, okay. so this is this is a um, just a general. It's like it's like a sort of swimming pool type thing, but there's loads of hot tubs in there. So the main room when you go in, there's probably fifteen, twenty different hot tubs of varying sizes. You can go and get in them. There were families there, kids there, and all this sort of stuff. That was the first bit, the first zone we went in, and it was very nice, but. A little bit boring after a while. Then we went outside and there was what can kind of be described as like a youth club disco going on. It wasn't quite that, but that was the vibe. It was okay. it was a DJ playing by the pool. There was like a lazy river sort of bit that went by the DJ bits. You just all sort of float past the DJ. And it seemed to be the place where youngsters would go. Okay. But what else was there there, Dan? There was a swim-up bar. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my first in-water bar. So I went up to the swim-up bar at the, the thermal baths, and we got some beers there, and drank them in front of the DJ playing Europop.
2: Oh, that sounds amazing.
1: It was amazing, and it's a brilliant place. Chokolowski Termi, it was called, or something not far from Zakopane. Okay. Um now I've just remembered this, and this wasn't deliberate. But I then went to go and get more drinks, and there was quite a big queue for the pool bar. So I got out and went to the bar inside to buy the drinks <laughs> to take back in. I've just forgotten about that, but that presumably counts as another bar.
2: I, I mean, I wasn't there, Robbie. I, I, I'm you're an honest man. I'll take I'll take your word.
1: It's a, it's in a completely different place. But it's within the same thermal baths. Hmm. But one's in the water and one's not in the water. Yeah, it's I suppose, to say I suppose the they barren. are different. They are different
2: baths. Yes.
1: Yeah. So. Oh my okay. god. So that that's the thing. Then I went upstairs in the thermal baths And the top floor. Turns out it's a saunarium, but you've got to get naked. Okay. So we've we uh, me and uh, two friends at my friend my friend Andy and Stu went in. My friend Jade uh, stayed downstairs, but. We went, we were going in, and you get a towel to put around you, and you go in there. And it was great. It was a great place, so relaxing, really fun. Everyone was really friendly, really nice. But early on, we got in there, and we thought, uh, we're probably going to need to have another drink here. <laughs> um, but luckily, there was a naked thermal bath bit bar. So we went to that <laughs> bar as well. So it was three baths within the thermal bath. Oh, my God. Had a beer. I think this undermines a lot of the wellness benefits of, yeah. of this.
2: So hang on a minute—is that your first na- ever naked beer drinking session?
1: I'd be surprised if it was. No.
2: Didn't you? Didn't you go to a nightclub with our with our friend and there was a jacuzzi there years ago?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that nightclub that used to be here on Old Street. That had a swimming pool and jacuzzi in it. Yeah, I would have drunk there. Yeah, that's yeah. So no, definitely it's i have I didn't make it before um but that was the end of the thermal baths and and just on a non pub thing just in general it was brilliant really good fun oh yeah um that was the friday saturday our last day full day there oh thank god went skiing again two separate mountain bars again don't know what they were called um but just general general drinks around um, that place. That that day, we were at a place called Bialka Tatranska was the ski resort we went to then. And then finally, we were just leaving, Got went back to Zakopane, got our bags. We we're going to get a train to Krakow to fly home. And we had half an hour to kill. So we went to the Pianowski Bar next to Zakopane Station and had a quick pint there. And I am going to declare... Oh,
2: my <laughs> God.
1: Sixteen is that one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen, yep seventeen. You're right. Yeah,
2: added to the six that you already had, so you're on twenty three. You're almost halfway there, and we haven't got out of January. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in January.
1: <laughs> I genuinely thought it was going to be hard to get to fifty two. Well, I did as well. Not well doing, it's not going to be for you to, at this rate. I'm going to do it by the spring.
2: Yeah. Well. You know, if you do it that quickly, we'll just it'll just have to uh, somehow we'll have to see what happens. It might just be who goes to the most.
1: Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think that's, that's just how it's going to work. Has that? Be honest with me. Are you feeling the pressure to go to the pub now? <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, yes, I am. Are you thinking while we're talking? Are you thinking when can I fit in pub trips? Yeah,
2: I mean, I literally am, and I'm thinking, yeah. I'm just thinking, what am I going to do? I've only got three more that are within walking distance that I haven't been to from my house. And uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm going to be just going to a pub every day after work, just any pub in London, just popping in and having a quick pint. (laughs) Not with anybody, just by myself, just walking in.
1: You can go to lunch, you can pop out, have a little lemonade or something.
2: Yeah, good idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's one near work, so I could do that. I mean, I'm not sure whether I'm going to be able to catch that up.
1: I will say, I did also have a drink. Was it before or after we did the last time? I, I, oh, no, I think I mentioned it. I drank in a, in a crazy golf place, but that doesn't count those sort of things, does it?
2: Yes. Yeah, we had a discussion about that and we, we decided that wasn't, that wasn't going to count.
1: Now, just thinking on that, if the purpose of that was to play crazy golf, but there's a bar there, if the purpose of my trip was to go to a thermal bath, should the bars count in the thermal bath
2: I mean it's a very grey area but the swim up bar is a it is a bar
1: yeah it is a bar well look we'll, we'll play each one as it as it comes but I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely happy for you to object to any of these at any point
2: okay <laughs>
1: Each month we release a bonus episode called Behind the Cellar Door, where we head into the depths of the moon underwater for a very special lock-in. We chat to special guests, discuss different publy topics and everything in between, and it's available exclusively to our Patreon subscribers. This month we spoke to George Greenaway. He's the landlord of the Tamworth Tap, which was recently named Best Pub in the UK for a second year in a row, and he shared some of the secrets to running an award-winning alehouse.
0: If you give people
2: what they want, give them good quality beer, give them the nice surroundings. I've always been one for Breweriana, so the, I've got nice mirrors and, and pictures and clocks and things like that. So uh, And pews as well from the local church, you know, that, all, all of that adds to the ambience. Just just make sure that people keep smiling and uh, and the reviews um, sort of say it all for us as well. That, that reminds us, you know, that we're doing something right.
1: If you want to gain access to Behind the Cellar Door, add free extended episodes a day early and early access to live tickets, which may be useful very soon, then head to moonunderpod.com now to sign up for the bargain price of £6 a month. Dan, um, we've been chatting away a lot here. Can you just pick one solitary letter from the Pub Noticeable behind you? Because we've not got a lot of time, because I need to... I need to go and, and get my dog neutered. Okay.
2: Let me just pluck this one off. This letter says, Hi, Robbie and Dan. Love the pod. And thought you might be interested in my village's yearly tradition of the beer race, in which the runners run between the five pubs in our village, which is Wanborough or Wanborough in Wiltshire, putting the town of Manningtree to shame. We've uh, chatted about the three pubs of Manningtree previously. Um, Runners see off a half pint of ale at each, while typically unsuccessfully trying not to fill the verges with Wiltshire gold on the two-mile run. I've mentioned this to many people from all over the country, and none seem to have experienced anything similar. I was wondering whether either of you have heard of or competed in this type of event, or whether you'd consider coming along to give it a go.
1: Seems like a signature Robbie Knox YouTube video. So I've never heard of that. It sounds great. I am interested in going, so let us know when it is. And uh, if, I, if I can make it, I'll, I'll definitely come along. What I want to do mm. this summer, and I've wanted to do it for a while, but I'm, I need to plan it, basically. It, the applications open in March, so I need to be ready for that, is the Marathon du Medoc. Dan, have you ever heard of the Marathon du Medoc? No, I haven't, no. This is a marathon that is run in French wine country. And you run. a lot of people do it in fancy dress or different things like that. And you run... And on the way, vineyards give you wine oh, and you just do a boozy marathon. That does sound nice. So there's a a cutoff time of like eight hours or something you've got to do it in. But essentially, you run a bit, you have a little drink, you run some more. You might get given a bit of cheese on the way or something like that. And just keep going until you've completed the marathon. That sounds amazing. It does sound that. And it's a good YouTube video title that I ran a Marathon Drunk. So yeah. that's all. So you've got to think about titles and thumbnails.
2: I should say that I have heard of something similar to what Anonymous is describing because uh a i don't know if it's still going but there's a village near where I grew up called Sutton Valence, and um, my friend greg uh uh introduced me to this this uh, I think he took part in it one year. It's not just running around the village it's it's a pram race around the village, and I think you uh you have two or three runners pushing a pram. Uh, they would probably be dressed up as as sort of, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, but as sort of mothers. And um, then they have to have a, an, a baby who weighs at least eight stone, so a person in the pram, and they push that around the village and apparently they do one dry run, which is all, all around the village, and then the second circuit is stopping at every pub... Initially for a pint, but he said it got reduced to halves at some point. Uh and then yeah, and you got a winner. And I don't know, yeah, it was um apparently thought up or introduced by the landlord of the swan there, which was a lovely pub in Santana. I think it's still there. Um yeah. So those sorts of things do exist. If anyone's got any other weird pub races.
1: I love those things. Yeah, I like weird pub things, but I want to know how they I always find out about them after they've happened. I wanna know. I want People to say this, they, I wanted them to tell me when it is, so I can try and go along, because I like a weird, a weird pub tradition, those sort of things. So, yeah, maybe I can if I can get a few of them together, I can go and try and do several for a YouTube video. Yeah, sounds brilliant. What's the what would what would be the email address they could send you those details to, Robbie? Great question, Dan. Why don't you send it to me, Robbie at moonunderpod.com? And in fact, if you've got anything else you'd like to raise, any questions about pubs, any questions about the pod, anything else you think you'd like to talk about, Robbie robbyatwinodepod.com is the email address. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Do you know what? We better, we better crack on because, as I say, my my um, dog, I've got to go and get sorted out. Um, Good luck with that. So uh, are you all right to just get, get out? Yeah. I mean, do you want me to close up? Um, do you know what? If you could just shatter the... Um, I've noticed one into a billion pieces and then we'll be fine. Yep.